Hey there, it's Kelly from Kelly's Astrology, and I'm here today with two of my very dear friends, Cassandra and Alicia. Together, we are the Water Trio. We are all astrologers, and we've known each other for more than 10 years, going back to our days as younger astrologers in Sydney, although none of us actually live in Sydney anymore. So do you guys want to introduce yourselves, maybe say just a little hello? I'm Alicia. <laughs> Somebody has to go first, Leish. <laughs> the air is rising. Come on. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> I'm Alicia Shekisef. Um, you can find me on futurefrequency.com.au. And I am a Scorpio. So I'm the Scorpio leg of this water trio. And Excellent. Very excited to be here with my girls. Yeah, it's really cool. We've been talking about doing something for a really long time. Um, so Leash is our Scorpio. I'm the Pisces. And Cass, tell us about you, Miss Cancer. Well, I'm a Cancerian of this water trio. And um, so I'm Cassandra. CassandraTindall.com is my website. And I'm based in Brisbane. And uh, yeah, I do astrology too. And I've uh, been in Bris Vegas now for coming up for six years. So um, we'll see how much longer. <laughs> Yes. Who knows where life will take us all. So our goal with our show, I guess, is to kind of highlight an aspect of the week for uh, those of you watching at home who are interested in astrology or maybe just interested in timing life to the rhythms of the cosmos. So this is our first show. And we're going to kick off with the first full week in November, the week starting Monday, November 5th. So we're all very excited, I think, about this week. We've all got our own individual tip of the week. So Leash, do you want to head off um, to continue your Aries vibe? <laughs> sure. Um, well, continuing the Scorpio vibe actually. Oh, li I like it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and hey, we've had a year of Scorpio vibe oh now, haven't gosh. we? Yes. I'm kind of ready for the end of it, but you might feel differently. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I think I'm really ready for it too. And I know lots of clients and people I'm speaking to are, and I feel like this is the, the new moon to end it all. And I feel like this new moon in Scorpio. Um, so here in Australia, that new moon is happening. Um, Wednesday, November. Oh no. Thursday, November 8th in Oz. Yeah. 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 In the morning, early in the morning. So and that is going to be in the same sign. So it's right before Jupiter changes signs. And it's almost like everything, and it's the first new moon since Jupiter went in there last year. So it's almost like everything that we've learned this year about ourselves and everything that we've been especially focused on with Venus in there um, for the last month is really coming to a head now. And we're really getting to dig in deep and delve the bowels of our minds, as you so eloquently put it, Cass. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a chance for us to look at that and go, right, what do we want to take forward? And what do we want to let go of? Jupiter's going to be kind of, it's that last kick as it's I'm just moving highlighting all those issues that have been happening. You know, think about when it first went in, and all that Harvey Weinstein stuff came up, the Me Too movement, um, the corruption that's been highlighted in a number of different countries, including here in Australia. And for each of us, you know, what's being dug into, what have, has been 
come up and um, what's the scum almost that's come to the surface in your life. And I feel like this new moon is when we can set intentions around clearing that out and empowering ourselves and almost becoming masters of our own fate uh, with it, using that Scorpio energy to really focus and move forward with it. That's really cool, Leash. So you're talking about the Scorpio new moon uh, really being a chance to kind of maybe do the last bit of the Jupiter in Scorpio stuff. Yeah. Just to take those lessons we've learned and, and to set intentions to. I like it. Get it ready and, and tighten it up before we move into that optimistic time of, of Jupiter and Sag. That's fantastic. So it's going to be at 15 degrees, the new moon in Scorpio. Uh, I've just pulled the chart up. This is actually the chart for Brisbane. So it is very early in the morning on Thursday, November 8th in Brisbane. It will be um, in the afternoon on the 7th for listeners in Canada and the States. Any comments on this at all, Cass? Do you want to chime in with anything at this point? Yeah, I totally agree with Leash. Um, it's that sort of that last that last little dive before we sort of get that opportunity to come back up for air with Jupiter and Sag. Um, and I think it just lovely, you know, in a lovely way, it just kind of brings a, I guess maybe a lighter energy to what's been heavy for the last 12 months. So it might be about a way of, uh, I guess, bookending or closing that Jupiter chapter and um and plant some seeds for that that growth that we've been working towards for the last year or so fantastic fantastic so it is it's definitely a big shift and i like what you said leash about uh you know the the new moon in scorpio kind of clearing out the last of that jupiter in scorpio cycle um because it really is um it's an interesting contrast, isn't it, to have a new moon in the sign of Scorpio where Jupiter is just about to leave uh, and move in to Sag, um, which is definitely my kind of highlighted event of this week. Um, Jupiter moving into Sag uh, Thursday, November 8th. Uh, let me get this chart moving so I can show you that in the sky. I mean, I am totally biased towards Jupiter and towards Sag in general, just based on my own personal chart. I've got a lot of planets in Jupiter's signs in Pisces and Sag. And so I really like the optimism of Jupiter. Uh, I also like the adventurous quality, but Jupiter moving into Sag, you know, there's there's a lot of positive things to say about that in terms of optimism or improved outlook or even more of this sort of abundant supportive energy coming through. So it'll be really interesting to see how everybody gets a chance to say yes to something in the, the year ahead, which is, you know, Jupiter's going to spend 12 months moving through Sag over the next 12 months. Um, I don't know. I was thinking back to last time Jupiter was in Sag, which I think was late 2006 um, and then for 2007. And that was just such a golden time, um, not necessarily in the world, but I know I had a lot of wonderful life and work things happen. Um, do you guys have any memories from that time? Yeah, I certainly had uh, a fairly uh, traditional seventh house, Jupiter and Sagittarius transit back then. Um, and in my life, you know, similarly to you, Kel, I've got a lot of sort of... Yes! Yeah, I'm a very Jupiterian chart. So whatever Jupiter does, I seem to really uh, you know, embody that. So yeah, I kind of uh, 
did all that Jupiter in the seventh sort of thing. So, and I kind of did that the time before too. So, um, yeah, it certainly does open uh, life up for you wherever Jupiter will be transiting over the next 12 months. So it's definitely something to say yes to. And I actually wrote a blog last week or something, you know, even before I really understood astrology beyond the basics, I was always a bit of a yes person. So, you know, having Jupiter rising in my own chart, um, you know, I am just saying yes to whatever's out there. So I think that's, you know, a really key a key point, even if it means getting a little bit out of your comfort zone or saying yes to things you might normally sort of shy away from. And I think Jupiter going through Sag is going to be a nice um, counterpoint to the recent Jupiter, uh, sorry, Saturn in Sagittarius, where there was a part of life that maybe wasn't, you know, it wasn't so much about saying yes, it was maybe saying maybe or even no. So any of the mm. that sort of happened around the Jupiter, uh, sorry, getting used to saying Jupiter and Sag rolling off the tongue, but whatever happened in Saturn and Sag that may not have been quite so jubilant or joyous um, has an opportunity, I think, to sort of heal, progress and, and move forward and open up in new ways. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a, a really... I just said that's a really good point. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you think around that sort of 2015-16 and, and into 17, you know, how mm. life was maybe a bit heavy or challenging or what area of life was just a constant grind. <laughs> um, you know, just think about that. And then it's it's kind of you might be able to like look back and go, okay, I had to go through that. So I can now see the benefit or the opportunity to move forward. So I guess there is that sort of nice, um, you know, silver lining too with the Jupiter and Sag piece this time around, which we didn't have before. Mm. And it's almost like for me, you know, when I look at my story, mine was really opening up and broadening my mind within the spiritual and the faith-based stuff. You know, I discovered something new then and really opened up into it. And it, and then in those years you're talking about with the Saturn in Sag, that's when I grounded it and I really mm. made it practical and I brought it into my everyday life. So now it's like, I've got an opportunity to take what I opened to then. And then, you know, I've grounded it. I've made it a real foundation in my life and I'm now going to get another chance to build on it and grow it mm. and take it to even greater heights which I'm super excited about. That's yeah. That's a really good point that both of you are making, because I think uh, that's something that kind of gets forgotten uh, with, you know, we're all excited. uh, Jupiter's coming into Sag, rah, rah. uh, But it is good to remember that 2015, 2016 and 2017, we had Saturn going through this same part of the sky. So it's almost Mm. like going from like hard to easy, you know, whatever might've been really challenging in that 2015 to 2017 period. It's like now the hard work pays off or you get the reward from everything that you had to restructure or consolidate, or as you said, leash Mm. that you had to really get grounded with in that timeframe. Yeah. And Jupiter is such an optimistic energy, isn't it? So to have Jupiter come back into one of its home signs, it's basically like the lucky planet where it can do some of its best work. And it's not that I want people to think, you know, everything is going to be all sunshine and roses for the next 12 months, but it does feel like at least in one area of life, there's going to be a special opportunity to kind of take that leap of faith and have it maybe it won't necessarily go exactly where you think, but it will certainly take you somewhere that you'll have, you'll be happy to have gone. Yeah. 
And I feel like, you know, one of the analogies I've been thinking about is the Thai cave rescue with those Mm. boys. And that was, you know, there were a lot of triggers to Jupiter and Scorpio at that time. And now is the, now's when they're coming out of the cave, you know, that, that light and that hope and the whole world gathered around that. And Mm. I feel like now with this Jupiter and Sag energy, it's going to have a similar thing to that. It's like, there's a faith and an optimism and a belief that there, you know, that new things will come and that there is a brighter future because it definitely hasn't had that energy for the last 12 months. Yeah, well, even just here in Brisbane, you know, after a really long dry spell, we've had a lot of rain. And so it's, we've had such a, so much water in the astrology weather of late and it's that still stagnant water and Jupiter's going to change signs, it's going to be fiery, it's going to dry out a little bit. There'll be a lot more hope and optimism moving forward. Um, and just, you know, going from that sediment type of water to high flames that are high light and bright. It'll just have this beautiful, optimistic, um, inspirational and a bit more motivating, a bit more movement as well. That's yeah the movement the movement i think yeah. that's really great you know from a health or a medical astrology perspective scorpio is really correlated with things being stuck so you know one of the symptoms when you've got a lot of scorpio stuff going on can be like this feeling of constipation or congestion and so not that necessarily everybody's been constipated for the last 12 months but there has been this emotional kind of congestion quality mm-hmm. and with jupiter coming into sag there's it's a mutable sign versus Scorpio being fixed, which is where we get some of that. We get the solidness and the reliable qualities of Scorpio, but that's also where we get the rigidity and the stuckness. And Sag, yeah. It's like we've been in this like sort of stuck, stagnant, sort of maybe emotional, spiritual place. And then, you know, Sag comes through like the plumber and kind of unblocks everything for us that's a really great way of talking about it Cass totally yeah it's like being unblocked or things that have been stuck start moving again and start moving again you know with a fair amount of speed basically mm. and yeah. uh I think to uh kind of oh for the mutables you know so if you've got a mutable sign rising it's going to activate an angular house for you so it's certainly going to be a lot more dynamic you know I think a lot of people um Jupiter and Sag is generally good for everybody, but, you know, for those who have either got uh, uh, Gemini, Rising, Virgo, Sag or Pisces, of course, they're going to feel it maybe just that little bit more because of where it's located in their their own personal birth charts. And their midheavens too. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And for me, you know, fire, the fire signs as well, there's going to be a lot more energy. Yeah. Back, yeah, um, as those trines kick off. So, yeah, my Aries side's very excited. <laughs> I'm sure the Leo and Sagas will be feeling the same because it, it has felt heavy, um, mm. and fire doesn't do that well with water. So, yeah, time to get your move back on fire signs. Yeah, absolutely. So, Aries, Leo, and Sag are all going to get a bit of a lift. The mutable signs, which are Gemini, Virgo, Pisces, and Sag, will all get a little bit of a boost. I think the air signs will get a nice little lift as well. So Aries, Gemini, uh, sorry, not Aries, Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. Um, So it's really just sort of the earth signs that get a little bit left out, except for Virgo, they get a little bit. So, yeah. 
it is lovely just to get the enthusiasm, the freshness. I mean, there's a lot of heavy energy still out there. We've still got Saturn in Capricorn for the next two years. We've got the big Saturn-Pluto conjunction coming up for 2020. And I'm sure we're going to have lots of thoughts to share about that as we go. But it's nice to have this like bright, warm energy to turn to and to seek solace from. Uh, so yeah, Jupiter's moving into Sag November 8th. What I really like about that too is we have the moon moving into Sag on the same day. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like Jupiter crosses the threshold and the moon comes along just to make sure we all get a real sense of that fresh energy. And I kind of like that because as you said, Leish, we do have a new moon this week. So mm-hmm. the moon's going to be in that new moon, fresh seed planting phase. It's going to meet up with Jupiter and we're going to get this feeling of I really feel like we're all going to get a flash or a vision or an insight or an inkling of what our personal Jupiter and Sag uh, journey or quest is going to be about. And so pay attention to what you think about, who you encounter, what you start planning or talking about um, Thursday, November 8th. I think that's going to be a lot of insight coming through that day. Yep. And I think it's uh, Friday, November 9th here in Oz, is it? Um, technically the eighth. Oh no, it's I think not. it is. Yeah, I think it's the eighth. On the eighth. Yep. It just Sorry. sneaks in, so it's like overnight. Yep. If you're in Australia, the eighth to the ninth. Um, I think yeah. I'm actually going to sit up and do a little ritual. To be honest, I think it would be worth doing for sure. Yep. I think it would totally be worth doing. Um, yeah, yeah absolutely. So, Cass, yep. what's your? You were really focused on something different this week. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about Jupiter and Sag. And, um, I know, and you're like, know. devil's advocate. <laughs> well, how, can you not? how can you not? <laughs> I know, well, I'm going to be all I'm, about the Jupiter and Sag, but there are other things going on. <laughs> look, I'm totally all about the Jupiter and Sag. I mean, Jupiter kind of rules three of my angles in a way, so I'm totally happy for Jupes to get out of my sixth house, let me say. But what I'm personally also really excited about, I mean, I think November overall is a month to get a bit excited, but... Um, the nodes also change signs. Um, and according to my notes, uh, that happens on the seventh for us. So um, we get this nice, um, you know, that change, you know, that eclipse portal technically changes. So we did have a little bit of a sneak peek in July where we had the very partial new moon uh, in Cancer. Uh, that would have been about 20 degrees. And so we technically get that uh, nodal shift change. And so in terms of uh, moving forward, uh, the North Node in Cancer, I mean, me being that Cancerian leg of the water tree, I'm kind of excited about that too. Yeah. So, um, you know, that area of life where it does kind of open up. And, I mean, there are a lot of varying schools of thought and philosophies around how the nodes work. Um, and I kind of you know, buy in a little bit to all of it. But time and time again in chart work, the North Node does seem to denote an area of life that does kind of open up. And it is a little bit like Dorothy clicking her heels and then there's that yellow brick road that just kind of sometimes opens up when the North Node's triggered. So um, I guess, you know, look to that cancer part of your horoscope and see, you know, where that's going to. And maybe at another level, think back to the turn of the century when the nodes were moving into cancer then. So that 2000, 2001 period, where did things kind of take off or grow for you? Of course, the rest of the astro weather was um, different, but um, that north node in cancer definitely opens up um, 
a, a new portal or a new energy. And um, <clears throat> so, of course, the lunations are going to be hugely uh, important. And then we've got some lovely reception with uh, Jupiter in, in Sagittarius with that too. So uh, there's a, you know, sort of that double up of, of openings there as well. Yeah, I do think it's, I've been really thinking a lot about <clears throat> the North Node coming into Cancer. I've been thinking a lot about the uh, exaltations of the planets and how we have Mars exalted in Capricorn, which in the Northern Hemisphere is like winter. And there's often sort of this, not that Mars in Capricorn is bad or negative in any way, shape or form. It's one of the best and most functional placements of Mars. But in nature, we have this real sense of kind of death or hibernation that goes on in winter whether whichever hemisphere you're in and then the the spring or the growth energy of jupiter being exalted in cancer and the sign of cancer having so much to do with nourishing and nurturing the young or that which is growing and i think yeah. it's really interesting to sort of feed that into the nodal cycle so the nodes are these two uh, symbolic points in the sky that represent the intersection between the sun and the moon and the earth uh, it's a little bit mm. technical but we follow the nodes because they tell us where the eclipses are going to be. And so having the North Node change signs, the North Node spends about 18 months in a sign and it takes about 18 years for the North Node to come back to a sign. So that's what you're saying, Cass, like think back to the turn of the century. When you said that, I was like, of course that's going back a ways. And then I realized the turn <laughs> no. of the century was only 18 years ago, um, <laughs> which is exactly the last time that the North Node was in Cancer, which is a really great point for people to have a think about that as well. I always find it's you know, maybe it's the Cancerian me. You know, in order to look forward, you have to look back to the. Past oh my god, that's totally a Cancerian thing to say. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> But I mean, sometimes, you know, that's all it takes for the penny to drop. Okay, so that's what happened for me last time. And it gives you that little bit of a window or insight as to, um, you know, where where things can go from here. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, it might even be back to, um, when was the Norse map? I think that might have been around it's 2009. Not, it's usually nine years. Yeah, so let me yeah. double check. Um, so the last time the North Node went into Cancer was April 2000. And then the North Node going into Cap was... I think it was like maybe 2000. August 2009. Yeah, yeah. So actually I was having this conversation with somebody uh, last week. But, um, you know, at least for the Cancerian side of things, you know, 2009 might have been where some of the biggest challenges, like, you know, were for you with the south node there so mm -hmm. it might be just that little bit of a reversal of fortune or reversal of a path in a way so maybe think about what was really hard or what was your biggest area of maybe loss or where things were a little bit barren on the ground for you back then and then that can sort of turn around so that's the sort of stuff i'm looking forward to are the eclipses in you know coming up over the next 18 months will be huge um, and then there's also the Saturn piece, the Saturn Pluto piece on the other side of um, of Cancer. There, so I mean, I could go on that about that till midnight. But uh, you know, at least at least just for next week, we've certainly got some wonderful um, you know new vibes coming through, and just with that support uh, with reception of Jupiter at the same time, um, and as the North Node uh, moves in to Cancer. Um, we've also got that square to Uranus. So um, there's definitely some, 
you know, sudden developments, I feel, or some surprises in the direction of where things can head as, um, as, uh, as that aspect perfects. So well, it's kind of like strap yourselves in a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, so strap yourselves Keep in. Keep it G-rated. <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> but I know you too well, Kel. I was just going <laughs> that and let that slide through to the keeper. Um, so. <laughs> so we should just let our, like, lovely listeners and viewers know yeah, that Usually we connect over wine and chocolate, so we are attempting to keep it a little bit more PG friendly. Um, and sex in the city. Yeah, yeah. Usually we connect over. We are that generation, that vintage of female. So uh, we've all had our Samantha moments. Uh, but anyway, I think the moment that resonates so well with me was when Carrie had that. Oh my god, I'm 35. I'm like, <laughs> That was years ago now, but back then it was like, wow, 35 seems so far away. So far away because we weren't 35. We were younger than 35. But, I mean, you are talking – okay, let's – I'm going to, like, totally um, unsmooth. Let's bring this back on track. Yeah, not smooth (laughs) way back. Um, But so Tuesday, November 6th, it's an important day, first Tuesday in November. What happens in Australia on this day? Melbourne Cup. Massive horse race. And um, first Tuesday in November in America is voting day as well. So it's a big day, like for a number of reasons, depending on where you are. Um, The Canadians have just legalized pot. So I'm not sure what's happening. Um, (laughs) Everybody's very (laughs) happy. Everybody's happy and relaxed here. Yeah. Um, But Tuesday, November 6th, Cass, that's the day the nodes move into Cancer. Oh, okay. um, it's it's actually Wednesday the seventh in Australia, the sixth in Canada and the and the states. Sure. But the other thing that's happening that day, which you've just mentioned, is Uranus backtracks into Aries. So mm-hmm. it is. I mean, that's really if we think about this week as a meta sort of theme, like the big picture for this week. Uranus changes mm-hmm. signs, North Node changes signs. There's a new moon, and Jupiter changes signs. So there's a lot of like fresh change, unexpected. You know, start. The week with one set of energies end the week with the whole sky has been reset basically yeah. i mean what do you guys do you guys have like a this is what you what do you guys think about that i guess i'll bring it i mean i'm so I'm ready i'm yes <laughs> please just like put me in put get, you know strap myself in <laughs> okay over to you leash cassandra is getting strapped in <laughs> I'd also say, you know, because with Uranus moving back into the cardinal signs, it really... <laughs> don't know, mind her. Uranus coming back to the cardinal signs because this is important. Yeah. We've got another six months of this, don't we? Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. you know, <laughs> for those with the fixed signs, yes, that's you, Taurus, Scorpio, Leo and Aquarius, you can breathe a sigh of relief. But for those cardinal signs, so we're talking Aries, Libra, Capricorn and Cancer, you know, it's like that unwanted house guest that comes back because they've forgotten something. Um, that is so that's a good description. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so just be ready. Just be ready for, especially though, anyone who's got those um, planets or points in the end of the cardinal signs, be ready to revisit those shifts and changes that were happening um, over the you know, the, the end of last year. And Especially around April too. Was it yeah, it was like March, yeah. April, May when yeah. Uranus yeah. was at like 28, 29 Aries. Yeah. So yeah. it's like so a revisiting for them. Yeah. yeah. And, 
just be ready for it. I think, you know, my feeling is it's not going to be as intense as it was back then um, because it's like the third hit. So, well, the second or the third hit. So it's not going to be as full on. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Also with the nodes of the moon moving in there now, those lunations are going to highlight that point a lot more. So, you know, be, be aware when the moon's in Aries to really keep an eye on that. And Uranus is that anxiety. So I will say to people, you know, just watch it and, and feel it and try to stay calm, you know, breathe, do your mindful exercises, whatever you can. I, I'm applying that to my life, um, having those, those, those late triggers. Cause you do have planets at the late Cardinal Leashy, don't you? Yeah. yeah. It's, I think it's 28, 29. Basically, yeah. if you have anything at 28 degrees or 29 degrees of Aries, Cancer, Libra or Capricorn, it is... It'll be second and third hits. And I do agree, Leash. I don't think second and third hits are usually as dramatic or shocking as the first hit. You know what you're dealing with now, um, but you still have to manage it, basically. If the house guest is coming back, they're not a shock or a surprise to you anymore, but they're still going to be in your space, basically, to use that analogy. Um, And as my grandmother always used to say, house guests are like fish. They go off in two days. (laughs) (laughs) You got six months of that to clear it out. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so good. So gals, any final tips or words for this first week of November? Plan, prepare and think. And I mean, I just wrote a little post about this, about um, uh, Mercury is now in Sag. Well, we'll be later this afternoon and, uh, you know, it's a little prelude to Jupiter's big yes. So maybe it's a little bit of an opportunity to think about what you want to say yes to. And, you know, Jupiter's not so great and Sag is not so great at logistics, planning and details. But we've got Mercury now in that shadow zone prior to his retrograde uh, coming up, which we'll talk about next time. But um, it's a little invite to just maybe think about what it is you really want to be saying yes to with Jupiter and Sag. Oh, I like it. Anything from you, Leash? Sorry, go, Cass. Because, you know, Jupiter and Sag, I mean, I'm just going to say from personal experience, you know, it's really easy to say yes to shiny things. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Hello, engagement rings. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm teasing you. All kinds of shiny things, not just jewellery. No, um, true that. So um, it's easy to say yes to shiny things, but, you know, maybe consider, you know, what, how do you want your life to open up and maybe try a little bit of strategy planning, note-taking, list writing, journaling, write stuff down so you don't get too distracted or too restless along the way. Yeah. I like it. Planning. Good tip. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I agree. Ground. Just ground yourself, keep yourself as grounded as you can, because as you highlighted, Kel, there is a lot of change and a lot of shifting this week. So be with it, be prepared for it, um, and just try to spend time being mindful of where you're going and what you're doing. And, you know, get out in nature. That's always my thing. (laughs) Well, you guys are really giving some good practical tips, and I'm like... What about you, Kel? Well, I'm like, I would aspire to do those things that you're talking about. The likelihood is kind of not really there, is it? Like, you guys know me. And I just read this book. I should have brought it in, actually, because now I'm thinking it is the best, like, motto or manifestation for Jupiter in Sag. The book is called Winging It by Emma (laughs) Isaacs. And she's this amazing uh, Australian entrepreneur. She runs this 
huge business called Business Chicks and she's just published her first book and a friend of mine knows her and, and recommended it. And I really enjoyed the book actually, but it's called Winging It because her whole, whole point about being in business and living a full life, she's married, she's got five children five children and she runs this huge business. So she basically is all in. She's clearly said yes to everything. And she talks about how winging it is basically the way you move forward. You know, the planning is good. The getting grounded is good, but sometimes you just got to take that leap of faith and go for it. So I'm going to maybe start the week with the planning part. By the end of the week, I could be winging it. But Mm. if I know what you guys are saying, because I know with Jupiter, a lot can happen that seems really bright and shiny and exciting all at once. But if you have taken the time to kind of clarify the big picture, you know which bright and shiny things you want to say yes to. Because I think yeah. with Jupiter and Sag, we all want to say yes to everything and you actually can't. So I feel like maybe a blend of all of this could be a good approach for people just, for this week. I'm just going to put my caveat in there. Yeah. My Libra moon, what I say isn't necessarily what I'm going to do. <laughs> I love it. You walk the talk, don't you, darling? (laughs) Oh my gosh, this is brilliant. Okay, cool. So we should we sign off now for this week, and we will look forward to seeing all of you lovely people next time. Uh, Let us know in the comments below what you like. If you have questions, if you have topics you want us to cover in future episodes, we have been talking for more than ten years now, the three of us. I don't think we're going to run out of any topics soon, (laughs) but we'd love to talk about topics that you might like to listen to. And um, to stay on track, we'll do our best but there will be some female necessary diversions maybe. Um, so our website's again, futurefrequency.com.au for leash, cassandratindall.com for Cass and Kelly's Astrology for me. And we look forward to seeing you guys again soon. Great. And don't forget to go and subscribe to us on iTunes at The Water Trio. Oh, there you go. We have an iTunes. There you go. Thanks, Leash. That's our technical department. That's winging it. Oh, yeah. So totally winging it. Please subscribe. And actually, if we're on iTunes, give us a rating because I think that will help Mm. other people find us. So excellent. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye.